the kid jumped in the fence and made a catch my last at bat and it would have been you know it would have been uh i don't know if it would have been off the fence or it would have been a home run but it would have won the game but it ended the inning instead and the whole the whole stadium and billing gave me a standing ovation when i was jogging back in and that was a really cool moment for me because i'm I'm laughing like, man, I don't even have a hit tonight. And these people are just like clapping for me and everything. So that was something that always sticks out to me and and I really enjoyed. Howdy and welcome back to the Pioneer League Podcast. I am your host, David Graff. It's another amazing episode We have current Tampa Bay Ray and former 2014 Billings Mustang, Brian O'Grady, on today's episode. Brian has a great baseball story, and he remembers his time in Billings very fondly, especially the fans. He was very, very appreciative of the fans during his time in an early, early period of one's baseball career. He really appreciates how supportive the fans in Billings were in a sensitive time in guys' careers. Guys are just trying to make it, really. You've heard it on this podcast, heard how difficult it is. There's just baseball, so you're really focused on that. We also talked about his call-up to the major leagues and his major league debut in his first game. He's got some great stories, very interesting, very unique You're not going to hear a story really like this from a lot of people, especially not about his first appearance in a Major League Baseball game. Brian also has played in winter ball in Mexico and the Dominican Republic. So we got into that a little bit, as well as I asked him simply, what is he looking forward to most when the MLB season finally gets started? We had this interview almost two months ago, sometime in May. So we didn't know when baseball was going to start, but it's starting this week, and Brian O'Grady is on the Tampa Bay Rays roster, so he's getting back to work. He's going to do what he loves. He's going back. I'm excited for him this week for that reason as well. This is a great episode. Can't wait for you guys to listen to it. So without further ado, current Tampa Bay Ray and 2014 Billings Mustang, Brian O'Grady. I'm happy now to be joined by a guy who made his Major League debut last season with the Cincinnati Reds. He's now a member of the Tampa Bay Rays organization, but for our purposes, he's a former Billings Mustang, Brian O'Grady. Brian, how's it going today? David's going well, man. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate you joining us. I understand it was your birthday recently, so thank you for joining us off of that. How was your birthday? Uh, yeah, it was, it was good, man. Uh, Nice and relaxing, just hung out and, and ate some food, and that's about it. Yeah, I'm sure it's weird having a birthday during the quarantine and not playing baseball and all that. Yeah, I've, I've been, you know, it's the first time in about 10 years since I, I haven't played baseball on my birthday, so it was definitely a different one. No doubt. Let's start with how you got into baseball. What was it? What was your first introduction into the game, and when did you really start playing? Man, I, as long as I can remember, I was I was playing baseball. Uh, I can still remember being, you know, two years old in the living room with my dad and my brother, and then flipping me little softballs, and I just hit them with my hand. Uh, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. was my favorite player way back then. I still remember. So, um, 
man, my whole life, really. Uh, just always, always loved it. That's very cool. Well, your love turned into success because you end up going to the Rutgers and you're drafted in the eighth round by the Cincinnati Reds. What was that moment like when you first got drafted? It was unbelievable. Uh, just all the hard work and all the, um, you know, hours put in, um, just finally felt like it paid off. And especially, you know, my parents, uh, especially my dad, all the places we drove, uh, all over to these games and these tournaments, just all the, all the time spent and, uh, all the fun too. It was just, um, it was an amazing moment. And then you, you find out you're drafted by the Reds and you get shipped off to rookie ball in Billings, Montana. What was your first reaction to hearing Billings, Montana? Man, I thought, you know, that's definitely, it's out there and, uh, it was going to be different, but I, I, I thought I would like it. I played summer ball in college uh, in Vermont for two summers and also in uh, Keene, New Hampshire for, for a summer. So I kind of got exposed to like, you know, little different places then and I enjoyed them. So I, I thought that Montana would be another really cool place to, uh, to go play and kind of live for a little while. What was your host family like? They were awesome. Um, Rick and Kay, they were, they were great. They, uh, they cooked dinner for us every night after home games. I mean, we were, we were spoiled. Me and my other, my other body lived there together. And, um, man, we really were, they were, they were amazing. They, uh, they gave us car, you know, gave us food. It was, um, I never, I've never had a bad experience from a host family. Everybody I've ever stayed with have just been unbelievable people and, you know, I still keep in touch with all of them today, and they're just, I'm very thankful for them. What were some of the things that you did when you weren't playing baseball? Man, there, we didn't do uh, a ton. I did, we uh, we would float down the river there in Billings um, on some of the off days and just hang out. But especially in that league, that the travel is so, so long um, all over the Pioneer League. Anytime we had a day off, I really just wanted to lay around and, stay out of a car or anything and just kind of, you know, regroup and and get ready to play again. Do you remember any of those trips in particular that you were like, man, we have to go there? (laughs) Yeah. The the ones to, um, Orem, Utah and and Ogden, Utah and, uh, Grand Junction, Colorado were very, very long trips with just one bus and, and all the guys on that bus. It was very tight and, um, you know, they were, I think Grand Junction was about 13 hours or 14 hours. And man, they were, uh, especially, I remember we, we came back from one of the places in Utah and we bust back after the game, you know, starting at 10 PM or 11 PM, whatever. And, uh, we didn't get back to Billings till about nine thirty or 10 in the morning. And we had a game in Billings that night, you know, at six o'clock or whatever. So that, that was a that was a tough one right there because a lot of times they try to work it out where you have an off day for the travel um, to help out a little bit, but for whatever reason we had to play right away again that night. So that was that was probably the toughest one we we did that year. That sounds brutal, but so goes the minor league life, I guess. Yep. Well, yep. That's how it goes, man. <laughs> you guys had a strong team. You have. Five guys who've cracked the major leagues, including yourself. Is there anything that you remember about the camaraderie of that team or 
realizing, man, there's a lot of talent here. Yeah, we um, we knew we had a lot of talent right from the beginning, and uh, it was a really fun team to be a part of because most of us were that draft and, and right out of college, so it just kind of felt like uh, an extension of, of playing college ball for us. And, um, you know, we we did not play very well that first half of the season. Um, it was actually pretty bad. <laughs> it was actually pretty bad. And, uh, you know, when the, the second half hit, it kind of, we totally turned it around and, you know, ended up winning everything. But it was, I still have a lot of really good friends from, from that team. And um, we really did just have a ton of fun together and uh, really some of my favorite moments in my, my pro career. I'm sure. Was there ever really a realization that you're like, man, I'm playing pro baseball now? Yeah, I think as soon as I got there, it was just, I, you know, I just I didn't really know what to expect. So uh, immediately uh, we opened in Billings, and obviously the the fan support there is is, is awesome, and they love it. So uh, just right right from the get go, it was like, man, this is this is different. Um, it was just a lot of fun, and it, it was just it just made me really excited, and and I want to perform well. Were there any adjustments to pro baseball for you? Wood bats, travel, things like that. Yeah, it's definitely a different game. I mean, overall, the talent is definitely um, much better. Uh, in college, you know, you get a you get a break from especially the pitching. The pitching probably drops off pretty good after you know the first two or three guys the team might have, depending on what team it is. Uh, you know, everybody in in pro balls can can pitch pretty well, so. Um, that was probably the biggest adjustment there. Wood bats I was used to using from the summer. Um, the travel and the, the playing, you know, every day is definitely uh, an adjustment in the beginning. You know, you get, you definitely get breaks in college. Um, you don't really get them uh, in pro ball. It's, it's not, you know, a physical uh, grind. It's definitely a mental grind if you're not playing well. and You just got to go out and, and keep playing night after night. But, um you know, I, I I think I adjusted to it pretty quickly, and it was something that I, I'd always looked forward to, so I definitely enjoyed right away. I was just talking with a friend about how baseball is – it's a really mental game. It's the only sport where you can fail more times than you can succeed and end up a Hall of Famer, one of the best of all time. You mentioned the mental aspect. How did you handle that early on? <laughs> early on, I did, I did not handle it very well. I'll say that um, as you know, as I've gotten older and more experienced and, and worked my way through the minors, I've definitely gotten much better um, with that. And it's, you know, I don't think that's something that ever stops. It's just a constant thing that you need to remind yourself and improve on. But I really think that's what separates most guys at the end of the day at, at this level. Um, but when I was, you know, in Billings and when I was young, uh, I'd get frustrated easy and, it was just kind of uh, my personality was just intense and, and I wanted to do well. And um, it had worked for me my, my whole life up until that standpoint. But, um, you know, when when you get around <clears throat> or play against these guys that, that have just as much talent, you know, you got to you gotta start figuring those things out. And that was probably uh, – Billings was when it all started for me. But, you know, it's you, you got to be confident and you can't beat yourself up too much. And, but you can't not care at the same time. So it's a fine line for sure. But I think with, uh, with experience, you just kind of learn how to deal with it and learn what, what kind of things help you and 
you know, I think the biggest thing now is, is day to day is just different. What I, what I need day to day or game to game or at bat to bat, even or pitch to pitch, uh, things change. And I think the quicker you can recognize that as a player, the, the more successful you can be. Are there any moments in particular from that first season in pro ball in Billings that stand out to you? You know, there was a lot of, a lot of games, um, you know, the, the little things like the first hit and the first home run were, were cool. But, uh, in general, um, I thought, you know, I, I started to play pretty well, um, after struggling in the beginning and I was, that's when I was kind of like, all right, I can, I can really do this. And the, the confidence came from then. Um, and obviously winning the whole thing, uh, was really cool. And I played really well in the playoffs. So that was, uh, a lot of fun for me. I think my favorite memory from that whole season is, uh, the championship series. We played in Billings the first game and it was freezing and, and just miserable out. And, uh, I think I was leading off and I, I went like 0 for 4 or 0 for 5 in that game. And I absolutely smoked every single ball that night just wasn't just a bad luck night and I flew out uh, the kid jumped in the fence and made a catch my last at bat and it would have been uh, you know it would have been uh, I don't know if it would have been off the fence or it would have been a home run but it would have won the game but it ended the inning instead and the whole the whole stadium in Billings gave me a standing ovation when I was jogging back in and that was a really cool moment for me because I'm I'm laughing like, man, I don't even have a hit tonight. And these people are just like clapping for me and everything. So that was something that always sticks out to me and, and I really enjoyed. That's a pretty amazing memory. Definitely definitely something cool for the people in Billings to do for you. What was that first off season like? Uh, you know, you adjust to being a pro and it's your full-time job now. What was that like? It was a lot of fun because <laughs> – uh, you know, I didn't that first off season. I didn't, um, I didn't have to work or do anything. My total focus was just on on training and getting ready for uh, that first spring training. So I, I say I adjusted pretty pretty quickly to to that, and uh, you know, it was it was right up my alley because I, I enjoyed uh, you know being in the gym and working out, and then doing everything baseball wise training to, to get better. So I. Uh, I really enjoyed myself and uh, I got to play plenty of video games too, which was pretty cool. So um, yeah, I figured uh, I could get used to that, uh, that first off season, the way it went for me. So it was, it was fun. You spent six years, give or take in the minor leagues before you cracked the major leagues. What are some of your craziest stories from minor league baseball? Man, every, just about every day you would see something that, you never saw them before. The minors are just a, a crazy place. And, you know, we're just together so much and have to, have to go through a lot of things that we like to complain about or, or might not be as fun. So really just, just being around the guys uh, every day and, and making jokes and just doing stupid things and uh, all that stuff was just, was just so much fun. And, I've seen I've seen everything. Guys breaking bats and you know breaking their <clears throat> breaking their hands, hitting things, just all sorts of stuff. But at the end of the day, uh, all those stories, man, they're they're just a lot of fun for for the guys who who have been through it to to talk about and talk.
talk about how much this stunk or how much how much for fun this was and uh, just all the things like that. Can you tell me one in particular? I remember being in Helena, Montana, at the Brewers' place that one year, and we were, after the game, we were all trying to shower, and there was two rats running around. That was a good one. Uh, <laughs> that everybody, you know, the Latino guys were trying to trying to catch them, so that, that was a pretty good one. But um, yeah, that was that was there were some interesting places for sure. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Definitely sounds like something that you'd only see in minor league baseball. <laughs> you spent a long time in the minor leagues before you cracked the big leagues. Was there anybody in any of the levels that gave you trouble that you were like, man, I don't want to see that guy up there today? At a, like a pitcher? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm trying to think. You know, there's been – I don't even – I. When I was in Billings, there was a guy from Idaho Falls, and I can't – I don't even know his name. I don't know who – I don't know if he had ever ended up making it or being any good or, or what, but he was uh, like a, a submarine lefty that they would bring in to face me. And I like, couldn't even see the ball off this guy. And he was – he. I mean, he was the first one I thought of. So I guess him right off the bat was his – probably the guy I hated seeing back then but um man I faced so many guys through that time and plenty of them are are pretty good but I think uh any of those guys that that you might be talking about I ended up taking it as as more of a challenge and and wanted wanted to face those guys to to show them that I could get them too so uh if I had to pick one I'd pick whoever that was from Idaho Falls back then that's pretty funny. Definitely a challenge. Submarine lefty on lefty. He was weird. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, I'm I'm envisioning like a shorter guy, kind of portly. I don't know though. That's just when you say know, submarine man. lefty, that's what I think. <laughs> you made your major league debut last year in August. What was it like when you finally got called up and to play in your first game? Oh, when I got called up, it was uh, it was just surreal. Um, I was sitting at home at my parents' house. Actually, uh, I had we were supposed to play um, about forty minutes from where I grew up the next day, and we had an off day, so I flew home. And I ended up getting getting the call right then. So that was that was pretty cool. My parents were home as well because they took off from uh, from work to see me play. So uh, it was really cool and. You know, I had uh, my girlfriend and my fiance. Now, my she was my girlfriend at the time to call her and tell her that that it was happening. Everyone's just kind of trying to scramble to to get to Cincinnati, and I was trying to scramble to get to Cincinnati. Um, and I was actually late for the game, so I got some crap for that. But it was man to just finally get there and, and to walk into the dugout and in the middle of the game like that was was just such an awesome experience and definitely something I'll never forget. Wait, when you said late for the game, you showed up after the game had started? Yeah, so I so we in Louisville, we played a, a Sunday day game and we had off on Monday and Tuesday we were playing in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, which is about 40 minutes from where my parents live. So after the game on Sunday in Louisville, I flew back to Philly and my dad picked me up and I stayed the night there and was just going to relax and they were busing. Louisville was busing up Monday night overnight to Lehigh Valley 
to play on, on Tuesday. And I, and I just was like, I don't feel like doing that. So, um, I went home and I was, so I was sitting on my couch eating and it was just before two thirty, and my manager called me saying, uh, you know, are you home? And I was like, yeah. And he's like in Philly. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, Oh no. And I was like, what? And he was like, well, you're active for the Cincinnati Reds tonight. Like in, cause in Louisville, it's only an hour and a half drive to Cincinnati. So I would have been there in plenty of time, but for Philly, obviously farther than that. So, uh, I had to drive right back down to the airport and hop on a flight. And I left, I left Philly just before six. So I didn't land in Cincinnati till about seven fifteen, And, um, so the game had already started. We put up a, I checked my phone. We put up a five spot in the first and Luis Castillo was pitching. So I figured we'd be all right. Um, but then we, we sat on the, on the runway in the plane for about 35 minutes after we landed. So I was freaking out. Uh, and then, you know, I had to Uber from, from the airport to the, to the stadium. And I think I showed up, it was about the fourth, fourth inning or fifth inning. Um, but I didn't end up playing that night. So it all, uh, it all worked out, but yeah, I definitely got some crap for being late for my, my first game. That's amazing. That's a hilarious story. The worst part yeah, is sitting was, on the uh, runway. <laughs> oh my God. I was freaking out. I was like, you gotta be kidding me right now. It was, um, yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely stressed out, but it was, uh, in the end it was, it was all good. Yeah, it definitely worked out. That's pretty, <laughs> what was it like when you got in your first game against the Cubs on August 8th? It, uh, it was, it was crazy. Um, my and my family and, and my fiance were there for that. So they, they didn't make it that, that first night because I was scrambling to get there. So they couldn't, you know, get there that fast. Um, so I was kind of glad I didn't get into that first game. And then they were there uh, when I did uh, get in that next night. And um, it was, uh, you know, we, we were getting beat pretty good that night by the Cubs. So uh, I guess it was a little less pressure maybe. Um but I was just trying to really take it all in and, and appreciate the moment of, you know, finally getting there and uh, enjoy it. And I think I, I flew out. I popped out the third in my bat. And now I, I was playing center field, and we had Kyle Farmer, a position player, pitching. So that was pretty interesting to, to be out there uh, with that happening. I, I think the first ball got hit by their pitcher, like a line drive in that left center field gap. And, and I had to make a run and catch that I wasn't really – thinking was going to happen, but it was nice to get that out of the way. And then uh, the other moment that sticks out from them was uh, Javi Baez uh, came up and hit left-handed against our position player pitching, and he popped out to me in center field. So I was all over social media that whole night for Javi Baez hitting lefty in that game. And, uh, you know, it still make, I still see it make the round sometimes now and, and laugh. That, that was my, uh, my first game out there. That's a memorable debut for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you talked about not having a job in the off season and this past year you played winter ball in the Dominican league and you'd done that before and you'd also played in Mexico. What's it like to play winter ball in these international countries? Winter ball is crazy, man. It's, um, love it. I love it for the, it's tough and it, it really is tough. Um, I don't love being away, but the, um, the competition, especially the Dominican, the arms you see down there are just, um, you know, they're, it's, 
it's just really good. And it, it has definitely helped me um, become a better player each time. And especially the first year I struggled. Um, and coming off a year where I played really well was kind of good. Uh, it kind of brought me back down to earth, you know. Um, so I, I thought it was, it, was, it was really good. That was one of the biggest reasons I wanted to do it again um, that this past uh, offseason. Because um, it, it's just a tough place to hit. And uh, Mexico, too. But with the, you know, just the, the difference in the cultural differences down there, everything is um, – it's just so it's just so different than here and uh you know that there's no normalcy so you just kind of gotta grind through everything and um the travel's tough it's there's just a lot of things that that make it tough that i think will benefit any player who gets the opportunity to do it but at the same time it, it's a lot of fun it's the dominican especially man they're they're so passionate about it down there and the games are so intense because there's so few teams and the, the season's so short and condensed that every game just really matters. And I don't think you can replicate that pressure to perform anywhere other than the major leagues. Um, you know, they, they ship guys in and out of there real quick if, if you're not playing well. So um, I just really think it makes you, it makes you a better player and prepares you for everything. You end up with the Rays this past off season. What are you most excited about going forward with the Tampa Bay Rays organization? It's just a great place to be. They, uh, they really just want you to be yourself and do what you do. And, um, they believe, they really believe in that. And when, you know, when they traded for me, the biggest thing they told me was, was, uh, that they thought I was still really raw and had a lot of room to improve and become a much better player. And, you know, for me, that was like music to my ears to, to hear that. And, uh, something I'm still really excited about. Um, cause I don't think I'm anywhere near where, where I'm going to be, um, when it's all said and done. And, uh, you know, I, I thought, this spring training was a, was a good start to that. And, and we were, we were definitely making some strides and some of the adjustments I was making and, you know, just to be a part of an organization that is as good as they are doing it the way they do, um, against, you know, the perennial big, big market teams and, and the Red Sox and the Yankees. I, it's just a lot of fun. Um, you know, hopefully we can get going here and I think we have a really good team and, and we're going to have a, a good chance to to make a deep run this year so hopefully hopefully this can all get figured out well we'll wrap it up with this baseball is your job so what are you most excited to do when you get back to work oh man i, I just can't wait to compete again that's the the biggest thing i mean everything is is a lot of fun i miss i miss the guys i miss being in the locker room and just putting in that work and, and enjoying it i really do love uh getting out on the field and and you take ground balls, fly balls, hitting batting practice, you know, whatever it is. I, I love doing all that stuff. And, um, but at the end of the day, man, I, I miss getting on the mound or getting on the mound, getting in the box with somebody on the mound and, and just competing against that, that person. There's nothing like squaring a baseball up in a game. Um, the feeling that you get from that. So, uh, or making a, a nice play in the field or whatever. And, you know, I, I, I really just miss that competition. So, um, I'm just looking forward to, to those little things as, as soon as we can get back. Well, thank you for spending some time with me in the interim. Really appreciate it. You've been very generous with your time. Former Billings Mustang and current member of the Tampa Bay Rays organization, Brian O'Grady. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. And I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with 
Brian O'Grady. I really appreciate Chris Bacon over there at his agency for helping set that up. It was a fantastic time, and Brian couldn't have been more generous with his time. So I really appreciate that. I looked it up after the interview, and I'm pretty sure the sidearm lefty from the Idaho Falls Chuckers that Brian referenced is actually Tim Hill, who's currently in the major leagues. He made his debut in 2018, but he's a sidearm lefty. So I don't know. There could be multiple sidearm lefties on the Idaho Falls Chuckers from that year, but I'd say it's a pretty good guess that Tim Hill is the guy that gave Brian some troubles. So maybe now that they're both in the American League, well, maybe not this season, but in another season, They'll face off again in the major leagues. So really appreciate Brian. Love his story. It's pretty hilarious that he was late to what was supposed to be his very first game in major league baseball. I really, really can't believe that. I'm sure there are other guys who have stories like that, but haven't heard them so far. So I really appreciate Brian for being honest and for, and you know, he just... He, he told it like it is. Sometimes you're mad at the airlines for sitting on the runway forever. I'm sure we've all been there for that. So that was really funny. And it's pretty funny that his first kind of major league moment that's captured on video and goes viral is of him catching a fly ball out from Javier Baez batting lefty. Pretty fun stuff. So once again, just want to thank Chris Bacon over at Brian's agency and for Brian himself for giving me so much time. Please, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you enjoyed this episode and if you're enjoying what you're listening to. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate all the support. There have been an awesome number of reviewers lately, so I really appreciate those guys. And for people, the written reviews are awesome. Please keep those coming in. Keep pouring in. It's awesome to wake up and to read those and to see those. So I really appreciate that. As well as all of the people that have donated a few shekels. Like I said, beer money doesn't hurt anybody. I won't be using that money to buy a beer and a hot dog at a baseball game this summer. But doesn't hurt to buy it at home and watch the game at home. I'm excited for baseball to return back this week. So it's cool to have a have a current major leaguer on as the same week as Major League Baseball is set to return. That is awesome. Want to give a shout out to Turnt Kenny on the music and tell you to look out for the next episode featuring Billings Gazette reporter Mike Shirting. I'm sure Mike had some experiences covering the 2014 Billings Mustangs and probably knows Brian pretty well as well. So he has great stories, great stories about his time covering the Billings Mustangs, going to games as a kid. It's just awesome. It's another awesome episode, and I'm really excited for you guys to listen to Mike. Admittedly, Mike wrote some kind words about me for the Billings Gazette and 406 MT Sports and help get this podcast there as well. So I appreciate him, but it's a great episode nonetheless. And we we had the interview scheduled for him to be a part of the podcast, 
before all that transpired. So don't worry. It's a good one. I'm just excited for you guys to listen to that one. And then our final episode of the first season will be next week. It'll feature James Loney, who is also a former Tampa Bay Ray and most famously was the first baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers for a long time. So that's a great episode. Looking forward to wrapping up the first season with James. And I really appreciate everybody who's downloaded and shared the episode and subscribed and reviewed and everything that goes along with it. It's been awesome. This this has been a fun experience. And I'm already working on a season two, so I can't wait for you guys to listen to those nine episodes when I have them all finished. So for now, please listen again on Thursday for Billings Gazette Reporter. Covered the Billings Mustangs for almost two decades. This might have been his 20th season if there had been a season this year. Mike Shirting. Talk to you on Thursday.